want to talk health care for a little while. Uh, a recent poll found Canadians' confidence in the health care system is falling down 10 points over the past two years. A third of Canadians believe a shortage of doctors and nurses is the biggest issue facing the health care system. Just under one in four think wait times are the biggest issues. There's a lot of different issues uh, facing the health care system. And uh, to talk about this, we are joined by Dr. Rose Zacharias, the uh, president of the Ontario Medical Association. Uh, she is in London today to talk to uh, stakeholders in the health care system, political and uh, medical, and joins us now in studio. Appreciate the time today. Thank you so much for having me. So what do you think is the biggest issue facing the healthcare system right now? We have several big issues coming through a pandemic, three years of uh, really an exposure of gaps that were pre-existing in the healthcare system that now have really uh, grown enormously. Incredible challenges around doctor shortages, um, a backlog of care. We know that well over a million surgeries were backlogged while we were dealing with the crisis of COVID. And we know that there is such a need for an investment in home and community palliative and long-term care to alleviate the pressures inside the hospital, alleviate the pressures in the emergency department. I'm an emergency room doctor, have worked for 20 years. Never did I think I'd see the day that we had emergency department doors closed, but that did happen across the province. And so we need to deal with those. We have a prescription for Ontario here in London, very pleased to be, to talk about some of our solutions. You mentioned uh, ER rooms closing. It still happens on a somewhat frequent basis here, and especially in rural areas, which is a particular concern. We know that there are pressures all across Ontario, uh, rural, remote, northern communities especially, need physicians. We know that here in London, I mean, Health Force Ontario, which is a registry uh, which keeps up to date with how many doctors are needed in each area, we know that London now needs 72 physicians. And we know that physicians are retiring. We know physicians are battling burnout. The administrative burden is really disproportionate to the amount of clinical work that doctors do. It's just sort of crept up that way with some glitchy computer software systems that doctors are required to use to document visits. But we want doctors to be doctors, to uh, spend the time with their patients. And we, we know that patients want that too. But we need to alleviate some of the cumbersome responsibilities that still seem to be on a doctor's desk um, throughout their workday. And so we do have solutions around that, but we need to be implementing them because there are so many people without a family doctor, so many people that can't access a specialist right now. It's, uh, it's, it's just wrong, actually. You mentioned palliative care, and uh, I know from we've talked in the past and how that can impact, you know, available beds, and if we can have areas where that could be people could better be treated in that way, that can free up beds in other ways. Makes me think of just the overall question, like when you talk about the healthcare system, everything's kind of connected. But is there one thing at the top that kind of starts to lead and help and and, and flow into everything else in terms of addressing these issues? I think the thing at the top is to to think about even this specific example. We know that it costs about $1,100 a day to care for a patient in a hospital bed. To deliver that same quality of care to a patient in a long-term care bed, it costs about half that, about $500 a day. It costs even less to take that same person, put them in their home, have a social support network, a visiting nurse, um, a physician that's available, 
enabling the caregivers of, of that person to be in their own home, it costs even less dollars per day to provide that sort of care. And so it makes sense to invest in community care. We know that um, people at end of life need comfort and compassionate care, and we're not doing, we're not equipped to do the palliative care that we need in our communities. And so when people are that vulnerable and fragile with their health, they stay in an acute care hospital bed, which then blocks the beds for people who come into the emergency department and need to be admitted. And then emergency departments are are then not able to manage people who walk in through the door and need care. And so investing in these solutions makes a lot of sense and it's doing right by our patients. How do we attract more doctors to uh, to the profession and to Ontario? So we know we need more doctors. I met this week uh, with the the leadership at Western University, the medical uh, school, and uh, really impressed by the leadership there who are being very strategic about reaching into communities to um, to understand um, because we want to bring doctors from all across Ontario to be representative of um, various cultures and backgrounds and uh, and 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 bring those doctors into the system. We need more medical school spots. We need uh, a way to license internationally trained physicians that are here in Ontario already, uh, working with our college and the government to expedite that, to make sure credentials are matched, um, but that, that we bring those doctors into the system. And we also need to look at why doctors are retiring early or who are... Um, have so much disproportionate paperwork that they can only take, for example, a family doctor, X number of patients into their practice. So if we could alleviate and wrap around doctors a team of supports, we know that people come with complex medical issues. A mental health issue, for example, doesn't need just a doctor, but needs a psychotherapist, a social worker. Um, Sometimes the complications of being discharged from hospital, you need a navigator, someone that can connect the supports in the community. So what we need is team-based care. We need a real solution to the administrative burden. and, uh, And then we can restore the joy in medicine that doctors really look for and uh, and and still with a deep compassionate conviction to care are working inside a system but a system that has some challenges just finally you're obviously in london uh, today you're in studio with us now what will you be doing today in in your visit to london so very pleased to continue working uh, meeting with physician leaders um, was at the intercommunity health center mm. um, so impressed with that uh, physician group and uh, and the whole healthcare team there um, working with uh, people who are struggling homelessness food insecurity, lacking social supports. Um, we know that uh, that these factors impact mental health, impacts physical health. And uh, and so that, that, that community, uh, that clinic particularly was, it was extremely impressive. We need to be investing there. We need, we need communities who are able to care for their vulnerable. And, uh, and everybody needs a doctor. We know that almost <laughs> 2 million people in Ontario don't. And so we'll be getting back to work. <laughs> awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming in today. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's Dr. Rose Zacharias, our president of the Ontario Medical Association.